Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Courtney Robertson, the most notorious villain in Bachelor history, and I have more than a few secrets to tell, but I am not the only one with tea to spill. Every week, I'm going to be talking to another icon of reality television about the things they can only say off contract. Welcome back. I'm Courtney Robertson, and we have a great guest for you today. She is recently engaged, currently living overseas, and we have a former bachelor in common. That's right, we are Eskimo sisters. Hee! We have a lot to talk about. It's a hey, it's a small world, it's a small nation. Can't wait to get to her. But first, I have to say this week has been glorious. I'm feeling bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. My husband got me a staycation for Valentine's Day and I cashed in on it. So I got eight hours of sleep currently wearing a robe. I've taken three baths. I laid out by the pool yesterday. I ate a cheeseburger in bed last night. I'm sorry, babe. He said, don't rub it in. <laughs> I'm going to repay the favor soon. He definitely needs to recharge. You get a little burnout with when you have two little ones running your house. So it's like they always say, you can't pour from an empty cup. Speaking of cups, make sure you stay tuned for Courtney's tea party at the end of this episode. I'll be sharing something that I've never shared before about Mr. Goldini. If you listen to uh, Game of Roses, you'll know the reference, but yeah, a story about Mr. Sean Lowe that I've never shared before. And really throughout this podcast, I'm going to share some things that I've really never talked about. So I hope you enjoy. And I've been watching the season of The Bachelor and I have to say, I don't know if I've become a prude or what, but the kissing scenes have been long and loud. Maybe it's my age, but it grosses me out. I have to fast forward. Luckily, my husband doesn't care if I fast forward. <laughs> Ugh. Um, I really got a kick out of the princess state when she has to walk in and parade all of her goodies in front of everybody. Oh, it's too much. And then the Zoom uh, virtual rose ceremony. <laughs> Can't wait to see what happens next. And... Uh, Anyway, speaking of prude, I just finished Ginny and Georgia season two on Netflix, and I found myself getting a little hot and bothered by the sex scenes. 
uh, between Ginny and Marcus. You know, they're high school students. Marcus is the hot bad boy neighbor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I a pervert? Like, these kids are in high school. I don't remember the shows in my day being this racy and sexy. I used to have to record Dawson's Creek on my VHS and then, like, replay them back. But anyway, I looked up their name or their ages, and they're 24 and 25, so that made me feel a lot better. I'm definitely not a pedophile. <laughs> if you want a good laugh, go check out Jim Jeffries on Netflix, his special. I reached out to him to be on the pod, and he's a massive Bachelor fan. If you need a good laugh, check it out. I've actually only got three spots left, so <clears throat> Mr. Nick Vial, if you want to come on, let me know. All right, let's get to our next guest. She's a lovely, lovely lady. She was on Bachelor season 22 with Ari Leindyke. She's been on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. It's Kendall Long all the way live from Germany. Well, good oh, so nice. talk. Guten Morgen. Today's guest is Kendall Long, brought to you from Germany. She's overseas. She's looking adorable in her little summer dress. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. We've met one time before. I ran into you at the Venice Ale House. Yes, randomly. I remember that. It was after your season of Bachelor in Paradise. You were with the your person at the time. And I, I yes. just had to come up because it's like, what in the world? I was I didn't even live in LA at the time. And I asked for a picture and you were so sweet. I remember, uh, we'll just call him grocery, was like, I don't know. Like, she can't post it. And I was like, don't worry, I won't post it. It's just for me. Oh, because we were at we were at that point. I think we were like having a secret, our secret relationship before everything went out there. But no, I remember you from um, you were on. Well, no, you weren't on Ari's season. You were. Oh, what was his name? He was on. He said Ben. Yes. yes, but I remember you from that season. You were my absolute favorite. So I was so happy when you came up, and I was like, oh my goodness, because I remember you did this skinny dipping. <laughs> <laughs> I know, which was like super racy at the time. Oh, that's nice because you know what? I meet a lot of contestants and they don't know, like, because my season was so long ago, they don't know mm -hmm. who, I, who I am, which is fine. Oh, I remember you. You were unforgettable, so. <laughs> oh, well, so were you. We've got a lot to talk about today. It's just going to be a fun interview. I actually, at the top of my intro, I uh, talked about how we're actually Eskimo sisters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so hey -o, hey -o. And um <laughs> I wanted to talk about before the show, were you a fan of The Bachelor? Um yeah, yeah, as because I was talking about you and your season. Um yeah, I watched the show with my mom and my sister when I was younger. And um it was always one of those, you know, wine nights with some girlfriends and that's how I got into being on the show was a wine night where my girlfriends were like, hey, you should totally sign up for this. And I was like, I would never do that. And like after a couple of glasses of wine, I was like, of course I would do that. So, you know. <laughs> Same for me. I was like going through a breakup. I was watching Ben season. It was a finale and I had had some wine and then I just went online. I was like, doo, doo, doo. and then like the next day or the day after they hit me up and I was like, oh gosh, I applied to be on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh it's so funny yeah it was like a couple days after it's hilarious how it's like oh now this is something that's actually potentially going to happen and, and here we are right Los so. Angeles and they're like there so it was probably like an expedited process I would think for you too MZK is there yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just around the corner I think it was like a 10 minute journey to go talk to the producers they were all pretty nice and so 
yeah, it ended up working out. And now look, here you are in Germany, engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know it's insane to, I'm like so excited to be engaged, but it feels so weird to all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, I'm an engaged woman. So I know, isn't it so nice to like call him your fiance and you're living in Germany for two years and yeah. you brought pistachio, your little cute wiener and oh, your well, partner he's... looks cute. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, Pistachio, he's not here yet. I've been trying to get him over here because um, the laws for a rabies shot are very different in America than Germany. And so he has to be quarantined after getting his second rabies shot. It's actually his third, but Germany didn't count his first one. That was done in so anyway it's a whole long thing but he's in quarantine now and he's about to my sister's going to bring him over to oh, germany your twin sister yeah. which you guys are identical and i have questions about that you guys are so yes. cute <laughs> but we'll Thank get to that you. later so um you were in bat uh bachelor re's season like mm -hmm. season mm -hmm. 22 yep. you were on the dreaded two-on-one date with crystal oh yes remember that <laughs> back in the dark ages and you handled yourself so well and you were triumphant you got the rose Woo. <laughs> i loved watching you so um when ari before ari left is something i've never really talked about he um and i were really close friends and mm -hmm. so when he came back he told me everything he told me about the overnights he told me about like this girl and she's in a taxidermy and oh my gosh it's so funny yeah and he just spoke <laughs> really highly of you and like he like he was like it was really attractive and she's like so smart and so that was my mm -hmm. first uh you know and then I watched obviously this season but so we were really good friends before he left before they called him to be the bachelor he was like should we like try dating again and I was like you know we had tried on and off for years and Long story mm -hmm. short, I was like proceeding with caution and then they called yeah. him to be the bachelor. So oh, wow. he called me from the airport and he was like, are you sitting down? And he's like, I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. And, Cause it was between him and I think like Peter Krause or something. And mm -hmm. he's yeah. like, I'm flying to New York. They're going to announce me on good morning America tomorrow. Insane how quick that was. Yeah. And then he just said to me, I just realized that I was never going to marry you. And so it was kind of like, ugh. it was like painful in the sense that like, you know, we were such close friends. Like I really trusted right. him. And then I knew I was gonna have to watch this whole thing unfold. Um, exactly. And then producers called me and they were like, will you come on the show to vet the girls? And I, and I talked to him about it and I was like, Hey, look, I just don't think I'm in the place to do that. Like, I don't want any negativity. Like I totally get that you need to do this, but this is like a little bit hard for me, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Like, hey, let me look at all the girls you're going to be dating after we had a history and we are potentially going to date again. That's yeah. And no. I'm sure you can relate to that because you, you know, with your history as well, and then like seeing it unfold and like, it's painful yeah. in a way, like, you know, and it's just so mm -hmm. in your face. So, and then he came back and he said, I kept hoping that you would show up. And I was like, you told me that you, you didn't see, you, you know, you were never going to marry me. And right. It's like, oh, well, sometimes I just say things in the moment to make it less painful for the person. But anyway, yeah, so that was like my history with him and we're still cordial and fine. And Lauren and him are so happy. And I, you know, yeah. not don't want to stir the pot too much, but 
he did That's talk so about insane me. that you had that whole background. I had no idea. I personally would have loved if you went on. <laughs> well, I think it was like, that. you're going to come and like meet the girls or vet the girls. And I was like, I could just see this playing out. Like it's going to be the end of one episode. I'm going to show up and they're going to be like, everyone's going to be hating on me, you know? I'm sure it probably would have been some drama of, right. yeah, like, oh, there's a past and like bringing up the whole past and making that public. And it just depends if that's something that it, it's difficult, like when you have to deal with history in front of everybody, because there's so much you can't say and so much you, you don't, it's just not respectful respectful to express yes. in front of people because of like such a deep history that you've had. So I can relate in my situation. There was a lot of stuff that, you know, of course can't be out there or, you know, you just don't want it to be out there because you care about the person enough to not do that. So absolutely. And then they're calling me like us weekly, like we need an interview. And like somebody, yeah. when he got engaged, somebody slid under my door, um, like a happy engagement card for Ari. And it was just, <laughs> yeah, what? I know. People are weird. I know, I know, but <laughs> so that was my little history with him. And like I said, like all good, you know, I run into him here and there. We both live in Arizona, but okay. I was, yeah. yeah, he said lovely things about you. So um, let's oh. talk about, so you're in Germany. How are you enjoying it? You're recently engaged. And also there's the respect part because you're, you know, recently engaged and yes. He doesn't have Instagram. He's just like a normal guy. He doesn't. I know it's so funny. He, I'm um, sorry. He's private. He has he's Instagram. On private. Yeah. 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 He's on private, which is, is good. I mean, it's so funny because um, I'm the one that, you know, I share our story and like, I guess like our love story and our relationship, but I, I try to be somewhat private about it because he's kind of a private person. So, um, but he, he just thinks the whole, you know, Instagram show thing is hilarious and he's never seen the show. So, um, but yeah, Germany is, is great. It's a uh, different, very different. Um, I think we're in the process now of adjusting to living in a different country, which you, you, you romanticize when you first decide to move, but then you have to get a new phone number, have to get a new address. I have to had to get my social security card shipped from America and I got lost in, in the shuffle of the German postage system and so there's just a lot that we uh we're figuring out um and that's a little bit stressful but aside from that it's just it's Europe and we're close to all these other countries and we're traveling and it's uh it's pretty cool oh that is so I know I just saw you guys were coming back from what London yeah yeah we went to I a, feel a like fashion show in yeah you were at this like incredible like kind of freaky fashion show <laughs> <laughs> hey London London fashion is next level. I just quickly realized that I, they're on a whole new platform of fashion that I can only aspire to be towards. So. <laughs> <laughs> just put on all black. I feel like you can't go wrong with yeah. all black in Europe, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. There's like this thrift store section we were going to because we were trying to find a jacket for Mitch for the event um, because he doesn't really dress up that much. And and everybody walking the streets were just like magazine cover, like yeah, and lots of Vogue. Lots of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How fun! Well, you're like living in like a romantic comedy. Like this is, yeah. I'm so excited for you. Do, you. do you get homesick ever? I mean, you're LA through and oh, through. Definitely. I know you're like super close with your sister. She's bringing your dog. Um, yeah. Are you? Has there been any like moments of like? I'm, I want to go home. I miss, I'm homesick. It's been so busy and such a whirlwind that um, I haven't really had a lot of crazy freakouts about 
yet. But um, also because a lot of my family and Mitch's family and my friends already have booked tickets to fly here to visit, which I'm really excited about. Um, but but yeah, I, I see my family. I used to see my family probably once every week at least. Oh. So it's really weird. And my, it was just my dad's birthday, just my brother's birthday because their birthdays are so close together. And um, I'm seeing all these pictures of my sister made a birthday cake and it was so cute. I'm like, I want to be a part of that. And so I do miss that a lot. And my dog's not here yet. Oh. So I really miss him. And, um, and we just got engaged. So our families are merging. And during that time where our families are getting to know each other, that's when we leave. And so that's been a little difficult. Oh, it's such an exciting time. It's a special time for you. It was also kind of neat that you guys can just kind of like nurture that relationship and do like zoom calls. Do you zoom in to see your family? We, well, we just got German phone numbers. So um, I, I do, I call a lot, but our timing is very odd too, because when it's my morning, it's my family's nighttime and vice, you know, vice versa. Like my nighttime is, they're just waking up. So it's always the opposite. And we have um, only a few hours that cross paths. And my sister will call me when she's going to work, when it's my nighttime. And um, we haven't done FaceTimes yet just because we're figuring out the phone system. It's very expensive. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm sure. Well, yeah. hopefully you guys can Zoom soon. I feel like it really helps to like see the person. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, what is yeah. like, and how's your German coming along? So, so far, I know how to say, let's see. Uh, it's sorry, I can't speak much German. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and uh, I can introduce my family. So uh, I can do this is, uh, das ist mein Schwester. This is my sister. Das ist mein Buddha. This is mein Fardar, which I think is funny because I think it sounds like Fardar. This is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, There's a uh, lot of simila uh, similarities uh, in German. There are. There's, yeah, there's a lot of, um, I think English is based in German and Latin. So there are a lot of crossovers and words I'm noticing, which is really interesting and a similar cadence. Oh, exactly. And uh, I know you're in digital marketing. Are you still doing that? Um, I used to be a creative director actually. So yeah. I don't know if I have to get a work visa or can you like still work there? Like what are the days like? Cause Mitch goes to work pretty yeah. much every day. Right. And yeah. Then... So he has a normal, um, you know, work schedule. So he's gone most of the day, but I can work from pretty much anywhere. So I've just been working from Germany and it's been, it's been interesting only because timing wise, whenever I do meetings, it kind of, you know, it's weird timing, but other than that, um, fortunately I have, I've had to wake up super early or go to bed super late to get work done, which has been good. Oh, yeah. you're just thriving. Well, let's talk about your fiance. <laughs> I know you've said that yeah. he I mean, he's an aerospace engineer, which is mm -hmm. yeah. so sexy. You are into science and you're very intellectual. And you said that this is one of the relationships that's the most mentally stimulating for you. Oh, completely. Yeah. I mean, we'll just listen to podcasts together and talk about them. And um, he uh, will gift, gift me books where I'm like, this is something I'd actually read. And <laughs> But he's he just, he's a very curious mind as well. So that's it's very beneficial for our relationship just to bounce ideas off of each other. And um, it's just really fun. Yeah, it's our dinner conversations are pretty entertaining. And yeah, I just love his mind, I think beyond anything. And he's just challenged me in a lot of really interesting ways that I didn't expect. That is so attractive. 
so sexy. I've definitely dated some emotionally vapid people in my past. And I feel that way with my husband. When I met him, it was just like, oh, there's my person. Like, that's why it didn't work out with anybody else. Um, Exactly. Exactly. So I have to ask, like, what was it like dating grocery store? (laughs) Because, you know, you've got this, like, very mentally stimulating relationship. And looking back, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's all positive. But, you know, not that there's comparison. Oh, I mean, they're both very, very different um, people. It's so funny. They're probably opposites in a lot of ways. Um, But, you know, I think Joe was, he's a great person. He still is a great person. And um, I'm happy that he found somebody that works perfectly for him. And I found someone that works perfectly for me. You know, that's just, thanks. I'm glad that's how life worked out, you know, because you don't really um, understand why things work out the way they do until everything kind of falls into place. So, so yeah, he was a, he was really entertaining person and I have nothing but good things to say about him. He's a great boyfriend, but I think ultimately we are, we are very different people with very different goals in mind. And I think that we both found people that a hundred percent suit us way better than we could have ever hoped to fill in each other, you know? So (laughs) that is like, like so beautiful because I know there was a period of time I've followed you for years now where it was like, you went on paradise and then they, they bring you out at the end. And I was like, was this like a shock to you? Like, I mean, (laughs) and and then there's this period of time where he's engaged and then you're single and you're going out Mm -hmm. and doing that. And I'm sure there was a, it's gotta be hard, like not to look because it's so in your face and yeah. I mean, we had been broken up for such a long time by the time we were in paradise together. Um, and when I went on, regardless of how things, I, I didn't watch the show, uh, oh, okay. but regardless of how things panned out or from what I've heard, they panned out. We weren't trying to date each other. I We were just in, it was weird to be in a place where we had met and that was weirder than I had expected it to be. But other than that, I was happy he had found someone. I was almost worried that he would be interested in working things out together again once we were on the island or not the island but on the beach again together um but that's not you know i think we've been we're down that road and you know things end for a reason so i'm glad that that didn't recycle but um but yeah i definitely had a hard time going on again and it it wasn't uh it just wasn't where i was going to find my person ultimately well, I'm proud of you for putting yourself back out there. You've definitely been taking big swings at love and it just makes my heart so happy to see you with the right person. Like it feels like true love for you. I mean, you look at your Instagram feed and it's just, you can just tell like that's your person. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, do you he's guys ever like fight or anything. Is there any, like, you know, any, how do you guys deal with that? Is there, I mean, it's, it looks picture perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because we kind of, um, look at our relationship where I'm an extremely agreeable person and he's an extremely not agreeable person. So in a way, um, the way that he puts it is that because I'm so agreeable, he tries to leave space for me to, um, well, he tries to challenge me to make decisions. Like in terms of like finding something to eat or making a decision, I usually am just like, whatever you want to do. He's like, no, you're making a decision. Um, so, you know, I, I think when we do fight and we definitely have had arguments it's we it's very much like a talking out experience where um i guess we i don't know how to put it but it seems very logical and i try to take away emotion when i argue um 
but but yeah we haven't had a big fight yet I don't know maybe it'll happen eventually I was expecting it I was expecting to get into bigger fights when we were in Europe just because it's such a crazy transition but we it's I it's so weird I'm just sometimes I look at him I'm just like why is it so easy you know I was like I feel like I've been in so many difficult relationships that I feel like this should be harder but I'm glad that it's not you know so I know and then there's that like oh my god it's just like when is the other shoe going to drop feeling that way when I met my husband and I kept telling my friends, like, I don't know. And like, same, like we have disagreances (laughs) and now that we have kids that adds another layer as well. And the best advice I ever got was like, stay on topic. And you know, my husband's very diplomatic. I am very indecisive. And I think that drives him crazy because he's so decisive. So I totally experienced that. Like, yeah. So you're like, probably similar to me where you're like, whatever you, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm happy when you're happy. He's like, pick but, a place to eat, Courtney. I'm like, but what are you craving? And he's like, no, you pick a place. That's so funny. No, it's exactly the same because, um, and it's good that he gives you that space to yeah. be like, you need to make a decision. You, I want your input as well. It's not just what I want. Um, cause I think that's a healthy relationship and that's someone who wants you to be happy and is, building you up to be a strong, happy person, as opposed to taking over the relationship, you know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I've been in those situations where you just kind of, it just takes over and then they just make all the decisions and then you kind of feel like a little resentment, like, well, Mm -hmm. I want a lobster, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I think you said that Mitch is your lobster, right? (laughs) I think someone someone said that because that movie with the, what was that movie? where um there is a movie where they talk about it like i found my lobster i'll have to look yeah, it up i read this i i think of it as um a book i read a book on lobsters and <laughs> of course you did sure and <laughs> you wrote sure a book too we got to talk about that i want a copy i got to buy a copy of your book the yes, curiosity oh no, i'll send you a copy yeah i have them all in america right now so <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll just get one on amazon so but tell me oh, i okay. want to hear about lobsters i feel like you're the kind of person i can ask you anything and you'd give me like a very well educated guess <laughs> or no like back it up with facts Oh yeah. I mean, lobsters, well, so what, what I know about lobsters and mating is that it's usually the macho mismo lobster that conquers all the other males that gets all the ladies. And when they only have sex, when they molt. So when the female molts, that's when she'll, when she's about to molt, that's when she'll go to the male lobster's den. Um, <laughs> and they're, they base all of their sexuality on smell. So if you cut off a lobster's antenna, they'll eat each other when they molt or like attack each other as opposed to like mating and they pee out of their faces. They're just really interesting. (laughs) So (laughs) God, next time I have a lobster for dinner, I'm going to be thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. They pee directly in each other's faces. They're like, Oh, I think you're sexy. I'm going to pee in your face or I want to fight you. I'm peeing your face. It's like every occasion calls for peeing in the face with lobsters. So Golden shower. Uh, and I wanted to ask yeah, yeah, you, into that. <laughs> they're super into that. I wanted to ask you if you believe in aliens. Oh, I mean, I see so I'm secretly, I secretly think that uh Mitch works with aliens. I always joke, I'm just like, because he can't really tell me what he does for work because that's what I was gonna so ask you. Is what is he doing in Germany for two years? Is this like a NASA thing? Is this a I don't know. I mean there's only so much I'm allowed to know, but I can't know a lot. So, wow, um, that's sexy. I always yeah. joke that he works with aliens and that he's met aliens. So, so 
I have to because he's probably an alien. So <laughs> does he have a good poker but, face? Cause that would like, I would be trying to get it out of him constantly. Yeah. He has a better poker face than I do. So I, I feel like, you know, I feel like he'd be able to, but by now I almost feel like I would know if he's working on some kind of alien project, but who knows, maybe he's trained to not let me know. Um, but I definitely think aliens exist somewhere, whether we've come in contact with them. I don't know. We've been trying to contact them for a really long time with radio signals. And there's always the famous quote of, you know, would we, would we, should we be seeking them out or should we not? But, um, It'd be really cool. I would hope to see aliens in my lifetime. Um, but there's other life on other planets. There has to be. I mean, oh, yeah. the odds are in our favor, right? So, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I read something somewhere. Where it was like, of course, like America or, you know, the earth is like, oh, we're the only, you know, to think that we're the only people out here is so crazy. So I do for sure. I mean, and yeah. especially with everything going on, I mean, the spy balloons and they're now they're shooting down all these. <laughs> There's probably so many copycats, I bet, that are just like, we are going to try to freak everybody out because, I mean, how big was that balloon? Like the size of three buses? By the way, it drove me nuts because I was trying to figure it out and it was like the size of three buses. And then it was like all these comparisons. So I'm like in my mind, like, okay, a football field. Like I'm trying to figure this out. But yeah, they said the size of three buses. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I, I don't know if it was aliens, but there was definitely some shenanigans, shenanigans going on, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Of course you do believe in it. That is so fun. Um, so let's see. What else is going on in your world? Where can people find you? 
What is what's um, your platform of choice? I I miss your coffee uh, artwork projects, by the way. Oh yeah, I loved doing that, artistic. man. I did that for almost a hundred days. Um, my goal was a hundred days. I didn't end up doing it, but it was fun. I used to just like spill coffee on paper and draw doodle all over it. Um, and it was a cool exercise in the morning to be creative. So I enjoyed doing it. But um, right now I kind of go back and forth between Instagram and TikTok. I'm not really sure which one I like the most anymore because, you know, I don't know. I have my days with each one, but uh, it's Kendall Long is where most of my stuff resides. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to follow you on TikTok. I don't do it a lot. I have like 15 followers, but I enjoy watching them. And I feel like what you're putting yeah. on Instagram is so interesting. The kids are napping. I love seeing your, you know, you guys, if you're listening, go give her a follow. She's got oh, some thank fun, you. fun. It's just like fun content. And we get to see you and your cute romance story. Yes, yes. No, it's been, it's definitely, I've been trying to do a lot of things with traveling too, just because we've gone to so many places together. So, um, so yeah, I always have fun with all the socials and, um, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, absolutely. What was your, uh, experience with social media before you went on the bachelor? Were you doing Instagram? What was that relationship like? Yeah, it was, you know, I almost feel like we always enjoy things before they become jobs. Right. So it, I used to just post random things willy nilly. And now I find that whenever I post something, I'm like, should I post that? I don't know. I overthink everything. Oh yeah. Um, same. and also I'm like, and then and there's like the balance of trying to be private and public at the same time. So I just kind of post things I find interesting and hopefully find people find it interesting too. Oh, I'm sure they do. I mean, how could you, how can you not? So and I wanted to ask you about your twin sister, um, cause you guys are so close. You're identical. And mm-hmm, my other yeah. question was like, do you, have you have, is that true? Do you guys feel connected in a way? Do you ever have that like phantom feelings? Have you ever experienced that with your sister? Yeah. Well, there was this one time when we were younger where my sister fell and hit her cheek on the corner of a table and I was in the other room and I started crying. So whether that was some twin psychic thing, I don't know, but this is when we were babies babies um but i i feel like i know what she's thinking not because i can read her mind but because when i look at her i know that the little idiosyncrasies of her facial movements and um how how she says things and so i'm curious to see actually after being away from each other for so long this will be the longest we've probably ever been away from each other um how that still plays out you know how much we've changed or if we still have like that twin, um, instant, like that connection after so long, but yeah, oh. she's great. Yeah. I miss her a lot. Absolutely. And she has, does she have a, po- a partner? Did she ever think about going on the show with you? I was curious about that too. You know, I don't think we do the show together because we have such different taste in men. Um, and also there's always the thing with twins about the competition. Like my sister and I never wanted to make any sort of romance or competition, um, or to compare ourselves more than we're already compared to each other already (laughs) right yeah there's always like yeah we've always been competitive in healthy ways like with track or with school but um with men no not so much we're not very competitive in that way oh thank goodness can you imagine you're in high school and you both like the same guy and how that would be that would be awful no it's, it's, it's funny because i feel like we almost look for each other in the guys we date in certain ways, because we are like puzzle pieces where we fulfill certain areas in each other's lives that we need to make like a whole picture of, you know, who we are. Um, so there are certain things that 
Mitch is similar to Kylie in, and then guys she's dated in the past. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like me. So not in a weird ancestral sort of way, but <laughs> right. Like well, my sister and I aren't identical, but like same, like you just have that and totally that like you can read them. It's like with any of your family members. And I know you're super close with your family. I read somewhere your parents work for Disney. Yeah. My dad works for Disney. He's worked for Disney since I was a wee baby. So yeah. So you ba- basically grew up on in Disneyland, right? Oh, I think my whole entire childhood was like a Disney magical world. Like my parents always really encouraged magic in my life. Oh. Um, I've seen all the Disney classics and I used to go to Disneyland all the time uh, just because my dad had, you know, the past for us to all go as a family. Oh. So yeah. And my, my parents write like literally seven days or so after I left for Germany, my family all went to Disneyland without me. Like, how dare you? Oh no. Ouchie. Wow. No. <laughs> did Mitch go with you guys? Cause uh, did he have to pass the well, Disneyland? He well, so yeah. So we have a Disney test, you know, yes. with everyone that we date. So if our boyfriends have to go to Disneyland with the family and it's the test of like, how can you survive Disneyland with my family for an entire day? Cause when we go, we go, we don't mess around. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he, Fortunately for him, because he's not really a fan of Disneyland. <laughs> oh my gosh, breaking news. Yeah. This is major. Yeah. You know, it's okay. I can I can have enough magic in my heart for both of us. Um, <laughs> but you probably would have liked going to Disneyland for like an hour or so, but it's not really his vibe. <laughs> so he says that. Okay. But he's never been to Disneyland with me. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. So you'll show him all the magic and you get the passes, which makes a huge difference. I I'm in his yeah. camp where I'm not a, don't hate me. I'm not a Disneyland fanatic. You know, I would be in LA oh, <laughs> and I would go down for the day with my girlfriends and I made the rookie mistake of going once when it was like spring break. Oh and, no, it's packed as it is. Yes. And we waited in line for like an hour to go on Indiana Jones. But I think there's also part of it's like, do you like riding rides and like the feeling of being like out of control? Like the haunted house freaked me out. Really? (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I'm just like, I just feel like somebody's going to jump out and get me, you know? Oh, completely. Yeah. I I love that feeling in your stomach when you drop and your body like takes a while to catch up with your insides. Um, You know, have you know that feeling? Yes. But um, I love rides. Like I love the animatronics. Like and seeing. Of course, like, you I like do. Robots, <laughs> so that may, yeah. Um, so just like seeing how the animatronics have changed over time, and um, my favorite ride is Indiana Jones. So for me, I'm like hell yeah. That you know, but but I will say that there's a tremendous amount of slow walkers in Disneyland, and that's my biggest pet peeve. And you know, yeah, oh, in lines right. move over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just like, and like, there's like certain areas where I'm like, this isn't a ride. You have to walk through this zone. Um, but it's fine. I mean, it's getting so much more packed than it ever was before that part of it is it, it's like annoying. And I hate to say it. It's just changed so much. Um, oh, but it's like, Venice. Still- it's like California. I lived in Santa Monica for almost 14 years. Um, yeah. and it's just changed so much. I go back and visit often just for little day trips. And I thought, you know, I feel so sad about the homeless situation. And I mean, it's, Abbott Kinney wasn't what it is now. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it almost looks like Rodeo. Like we have like it's a insane. Ray-Ban store, like, yeah. yeah. Well, are you, okay. So you, so that's why you went to Venice Ale House because yes. that's like, a, like such a local place. And I loved it. Have you ever tried the cocoa bombs there? No. What's a cocoa bomb? Oh, it's like a, coconut they'll hack open a coconut and they'll put sake in it it's so oh yeah so that's what, that's what i got that yeah it's so good i miss that so much um sake but, to me. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> you were you were in Venice too, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I was in um, West Hollywood, but I had a lot of friends that lived in Venice, and and Mitch lived in Hermosa, so. Um, we were always beach goers and, but it's insane. Cause I would do night rides, like um, rides on, on sunset during sunset and going along the beach and it's beautiful, but you just see so many tents now. It's just, mm-hmm. it's insanity. Like I, I feel really bad about everybody's situation, but um, the locals there are having a really difficult time, like with that balance or like, yeah, it's definitely a very different place than it was. So I'm sure, you know. Oh, absolutely. And and you, so did you grow up in Los Angeles? I did. Well, I grew up in Santa Clarita, so it's about 30 minutes north of Los Angeles. Um, but, uh, but then I moved to Los Angeles probably seven or so, eight years ago. I I lose track of years. (laughs) Oh, I do too. I, especially once you have kids, the mom brain is real. So I was, you have so many other lives to keep track of too. So I don't blame you. Yes, exactly. That's why I want to get a little day like this. It's been so incredible. I got eight hours of sleep and uninterrupted. It's a beautiful, I need like eight hours of sleep. And so going back to traveling, I'm sorry if I'm jumping all over, we can. Oh no, please. I'm, I'm um, Um, (laughs) and I have to ask, and, uh, with the grocery store, Joe, obviously there was the narrative that you wouldn't move to Chicago and people are Mm -hmm. probably thinking, well, here she is living in Germany for two years. Like I'm sure you get asked that all the time. Was there ever a moment afterwards that you were like, I should have just moved to Chicago or was that a narrative that really wasn't playing for you? I I never regretted not moving to Chicago. So so frosty AF there. No, I mean, sorry. I don't mean to say it like that. I guess the reason why is because there were so many reasons why I didn't move to Chicago. It was not just one. Um, but in terms of, I think that that's how if, it played out for people watching though. Like they, they really mm-hmm. lean heavily into that narrative. Yeah. I think that if I had moved to Chicago, it probably would have just prolonged the inevitable. And I think we both feel that way, you know, I, and I think it wasn't because we had a fight or didn't like each other, or, you know, I just think deep down, we both kind of knew that it wasn't something that worked for us. And, um, we were best friends in a lot of ways, but yeah, in terms of seeing forever with each other, I think there's always that little bit in the back of my mind um, and his mind too, probably that was like, you know, I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know. And I think after you meet someone that it just works so well with that, I'm sure he probably feels the same way. You're like, Oh, this is why that other relationship didn't feel right. This is why I, I couldn't take that next step. And, um, and I think I, I don't know. It's it's so interesting to kind of be in something that makes so much sense. And for me, moving to Germany was an absolute no-brainer. In fact, I was the one that encouraged him to find a, a job abroad because um, Mitch had talked about working abroad before we had met. And he's like, oh, now that I met you, you're in Los Angeles, we're going to stay in LA. And I was like, actually, no. I was like, why don't we go travel somewhere together? I'm down. I'm, I'm with you. And so oh, um, I'm with you. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I'm with you. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna let you go now. Yeah. yeah. And it's not to say anything bad about my previous relationship or any of, of my course. previous relationships because they were beautiful relationships. And honestly, I've learned so much through them. But just where I am right now is um just so much happier than I thought I could be in a relationship or like in more in love than I ever thought I could be. And I don't know, it just it just feels like things happen for a reason. 
Oh, I can see it all over your face. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. I've been following along on your journey. And so what's next? Is it like uh, wedding planning? And, and I hate this question because I dealt with that. We did it a little ass backwards. I got pregnant. We were like, Let, let's just try. And it, yeah. there was never going to be like the traditional role for me. Like we, I need the big wedding and then COVID hit. Yeah. But for you, is there, is it just like, let's just enjoy this time? Is there any wedding? Are you looking at wedding dresses? Are you been no I mean we haven't done anything in terms of wedding planning mainly just because moving to Germany was already such a crazy deal but yeah, um, your video about packing cracked me up I think anyone could <laughs> go watch it I could anyone can relate to that that's like, how I have so felt. much to do and then you're just like dancing around <laughs> yeah I, I was so overwhelmed because I have a lot of stuff like because I'm a collector like I had all my taxidermy I had a bunch of books clothes I was yeah a lot of stuff is in storage and the stuff that I brought here, um, I was like, wow, this seems like a lot of stuff because I was been living for a couple months without any of my belongings. And it was nice to like not have everything. But um, but I'm sorry, what was the question again? I got like a duel. <laughs> have you like are you like kind of romantic? Like, have you been looking at wedding dresses or like creating a Pinterest oh, weddings, board? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Um, no, I mean, I think we're yeah, we're so overwhelmed with Germany and enjoying traveling together here like part of the main reason why we moved to Europe is so we could spend a couple of years traveling and um so I think we're probably going to wait a year and then start planning everything um I want to we, we both want to get married um back in America in California because um our grandparents and our families are all back yeah. there so just to kind of make it easier and he has a big family so oh, wow. just to make it easier in that in that front I think we probably I mean, I don't know. I haven't confirmed with him yet where, but <laughs> yeah, so we'll probably wait. And um, I mean, we're already talking about potentially staying in Europe for longer or maybe even going to a different country for a couple of years. I know oh. it's like once you move and once you go out of the country, you're like, well, maybe we'll do it for a couple more years. Well, maybe we'll stay, you know, so. Well, yeah. and if you have babies, I don't know if, uh, you know, if you want to have a family or whatnot, like this. Oh, 100%. Like oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both of us want children probably maybe like a year, no, not a year, maybe two years, you know, yeah. is kind of what we're thinking, but, um, we're both very excited and we talk about our parenting styles and, you know, I just think children are such like a beautiful gift and I'm sure, you know, it's just, you see yourself in them and like molding a little mind. It's just, yeah, I'm really excited to be a mother. So. Well, it's like a, it's a beautiful manifestation, a manifestation of your love for one another. And it's so good you guys are talking about that and parenting styles. We did a lot of that before we had my son, Joaquin, and because that's like a huge thing for people when they're not on the same page and you really mm -hmm. need that partner. Like, I am so thankful that I never had, you know, but I worked out the way that it was meant to for me because he, we are just like, you look at him, like we work as a team, you know, exactly. he's exactly. good. I'm good cop. He's bad cop, but <laughs> Somehow we have to be one, you know. Yeah, we'll figure. I think I feel like Mitch might be the bad cop, but right. He, so yes, he'll probably be the bad cop. He's he's so excited to be a dad, um, and he always talks about just like how he like we recently we've been talking about how to um introduce like a potential son or daughter into like adulthood and like what yeah. that would look like and how do you. Is there like a ceremony that should take place to, to like represent, you know, oh, speaking of actually here comes Mitch. Oh, good. Well, we're almost wrapping up. So if he wants to come <laughs> in and start, 
but, but yeah, we're both excited for that. Hey, you want to say hi? Hello. Hi. <laughs> hi ho. From greetings from Phoenix, Arizona. Yes. You guys got to come here soon. Oh, <laughs> a tall drink of water. That's right. I'm, How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for letting me borrow your lovely fiance. How dare you? I know. I'm going to, I'm only going to keep her for like five more minutes. Yes. That's fine. I'll be quiet. <laughs> I love that he like supports you in like what you're doing on Instagram. My husband was like that. He'd come in when we first started dating and he's like, are you taking your pictures? Like, what are he you is, doing in here? Like, cause that's we're in the midst of trying. How is he with taking photos? Is, does he know like how to do the angles and everything? He's getting better. One thing that we need to work on is like, when I ask him to take a photo, he takes one and I'm like, and so I'm like, babe, just keep firing. Like, especially with the yeah, kids. Go they're for like, fire. I'm like, just go. And he's like, he'll go one, two, three. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so like funny. 20 more of those. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's so hilarious. I've been trying to teach Mitch how to take photos <laughs> begrudgingly. He's probably like, um, but because I have no friends or family out here that can help me do photos. And so I'm like, Hey, your Instagram boyfriend, that's just the title that you have now. So, um, we're getting better at it. He's doing pretty good. I got to send you oh. a funny meme to send him. He'll crack up. Um, you need one of those Bluetooth clickers. I, that was a game changer for me. Oh, There's a tripod. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if they do Amazon out there, but they're like 20 bucks and you can like set up your tripod and do like a self shoot. You just have to hold the Bluetooth clicker. Oh, I, I have a Bluetooth clicker and I haven't figured out how to link it up yet. Oh, really? So I, I, I pro it's probably Googleable. I can probably yeah. look it up oh. on the YouTube or something. Yeah. Well, Mitch is an, you know, engineer, so we can get him on the case. Maybe he, that exactly. would be I have, Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to talk about, um, I was going to, I have a funny story for you. The day that I went on my first date with my husband, I went and I paid to look into having my eggs frozen. Yes, yes. And I know that you've talked about that and you've been a big advocate. So I already paid for the consultation and then I literally had my first date with him that night. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. And they like did the ultrasound and they're like, yeah, you have eggs. Like we, it was like timed, right. You know? So, and I was so nervous. I had anxiety just cause I was like, I don't want someone to feel pressure. You know, I met him when I was like 36, 37. It was a little later yeah. in life and any, would you recommend it? I mean, now you have your partner and stuff, but like, is it like a nice peace of mind? It is nice. I mean, also I worked with, um, a, a woman named uh, Dr. Ramey and she is, has done a lot for a lot of women that I know. Caroline was the one who introduced me to her, um, who was on my season with Ari. And, um, I had a really great experience just because Dr. Ramey is amazing. Um, and so it, I think it's one of those things where people have been getting married and having babies a lot later. And so, having that peace of mind is nice. Um, yeah. you, you put your body through a lot. See, I, I never took birth control before. I mean, I did when I was younger, but, um, I didn't for a while and I, you know, still don't, but, um, it's, it's one of those things where you have to kind of, you do take a lot of hormones. So just to kind of know that that's something that you're going to put your body through and to expect oh, that. I would be um, bionic. I'd be like on the war path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It changes your personality. Like I would say when I was on birth control, I mean, there's ex definitely a few exceptions, but I feel like I would change who I was just because hormonally it, I, I went through different shifts. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, it, it was such a short period of time that you're on the hormones before, um, freezing your eggs. So it really wasn't, uh, too bad. 
um, you do bloat a little bit and you have to stab yourself with a needle, oh. which was a little bit freaky. Like I did it twice in a row for my first one because I was so freaked out that like my arm spasmed, like I stabbed myself and I did it and then I stabbed it again. And I was like, so I was like, oh. you know, <laughs> you get better with time, but yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, that will hopefully help people doing it. I have a lot of friends that have gone through it. So I'm still thinking like, should I do it? Like I'm turning 40, like we're con contemplating a third and, but yeah, it's, no. a, it's nice peace of mind for sure. Um, oh yeah. I would say that it's one of those things where, um, if I know that I, there, I have a couple friends who have gone through that as well to have their child and it wouldn't be possible for them if they didn't have that. So I think we're in an extremely fortunate time to have the technology in order to, you know, have children later or to have children if there's any sort of other um, birth difference that doesn't allow you to have children naturally. So it's the nice. Science is the science. The well, science. I'm going to end with my tea party. Welcome to Ooh. Courtney's tea party. I'm going to share some tea. You can share some tea and, and then we'll go from there. So my little, you know, reality tea is, uh, I think it's kind of an interesting story. So after my time on my season of The Bachelor, I went to do Katie Couric um, in, in New York. Yeah. They flew me to New York and we did this, they did a, a award ceremony. I got the Raciest Rose Award. And so great. Catherine Lowe and Sean Lowe was there and uh, Casey B from my season who we were kind of rivals. So anyway, we're, we're I get my Racy Rose Award and at the end of it, um, they're like doing the media photos and Sean Lowe's agent was my bachelor Ben's agent. And I knew him like he managed us for like paid appearances and stuff like that. And there was a moment when they were getting ready to take up photos. And I heard him say, don't take a photo with Courtney. Oh my gosh. I felt so snubbed in that moment. So there's a little tea for you. And my feelings oh. were hurt. I was like, Oh, and I get it. I was a little bit more controversial, but I like heard it right there yeah. and i and he's been nothing but nice to me in person so but that yeah. was my little bachelor tea and if you have anything you want to share yeah. it doesn't even it could even be like you ran had a celebrity sighting or you know you know when you live in la you have all those fun experiences oh yeah there's a lot of oh there's a lot of very interesting experiences hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm funny, like, i mean there's a lot that i can say i know um, it's like Hmm. You got to go into your tea cellar, Kendall. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's nothing that I want to say that would be unfortunate for other, other people. I'm trying to think of something that's like not too crazy. Hmm. I'm trying to think of one that's like a bachelor. I know, like a bachelor encounter, celebrity yeah. encounter. Hmm. Or like, what Dang. was your, like, what was, did you ever have, like, what was the worst thing production ever did to you? Or, I mean, it could be um, anything like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, feeling like anything. Sorry. My brain is totally blanking. I'm like trying to think like. That happened on my first one. I just interviewed Olivia Creedy last week and she's like, well, I, I was like, oh my God, I thought I had one. And then it just poof, it went away. And then I woke up in the moment. I'm like, that's what I wanted to say. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to walk away from this interview and be like, dang it. There are so many things that I could have said. Well, what is on your agenda tonight? Are you going to have a cocktail? What, is, what does an evening look like for you guys? Night. Well, so right now we got a bunch of boxes and I've been, um, I just got these organizers. It sounds riveting. I know, but I got these organizers to put in my closet. So I'm going to be organizing my clothes in my closet. Make a reel <laughs> out of it. I could use some organization in my life. I, that gets yeah. my rocks off. I like get my kids toys organized and then they just 
throw them everywhere. So, right. And then do like the speed video, like the time lapse yes. of like seeing everything go from chaos to order. I would and watch that, please. I would watch that so much and like put a little song to it. And where is so you already told me your social handles? It's Kendall Long, so we can follow you. Um, along. It's Kendall Long, yeah. Oh, awesome, Kendall. I really appreciate your time, and it was a fun chat. Oh, I'm still trying to think of that tea moment. I don't think I have any, but. No, oh, I think uh, you can find your. Of book. course, I'll think about it afterwards. I'll be like, "Hey, guess what?" No, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank you so much for having me on. We got some tea. <laughs> Welcome back to the tea party with Kendall Long. We were just yes. fishing, and we're talking about how she was on the two-on-one. Yes. And so, well, the reason. Yeah, let's do it. dive in. <laughs> so yeah, when Crystal and I were on the two-on-one, I think part of the reason why. I didn't want to, um, you know, call her out or be mean in any way. First of all, because I'm not really kind of that kind of person, but also because before we did the two-on-one, Crystal had fasted, I think for 24 hours or for a long period of time beforehand. So much so that when we all got pizza, when we landed in Italy, she wanted to smell one of the producer's pizzas and not eat it, like smell a pepperoni. And I was like, girl, like, I'm my worst person when I'm hangry. So uh, I, you know, I don't really blame her for how everything went down in Italy. Um, I think it was in Italy or was it Paris? Well, it she was, was drinking Paris. champagne and I, I was actually commending Kendall for how well she handled the two-on-one. Like I probably would have been a little bit, you know, saying things because you were kind of like started to like psychoanalyze her a little bit. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but like you started being like, hey, like, this is... Yeah, I, I didn't mean to psychoanalyze her. I guess in a way, I just felt like I understood the situation that she was in. And um, no one is 100% an evil person or 100% even a good person, you know? And when I was talking with her, I saw that she was struggling in a lot of different ways. And, you know, I when you're struggling, like, you say things you don't necessarily mean. And we all know how, you know, things work on the show. And so... Um, yeah, there's just nothing mean that I needed to say. I yeah. and she's a good person. She's I'm sure she's a great mother now and she's happy, you know, in her family. So um so yeah, yeah, that my tea is probably just that crystal literally fasted and wouldn't even eat pizza, which was like the best thing in the entire world and that's kind of when everything started shaking down. I'm like Crystal, you should have eaten the pizza and then you probably wouldn't have been on the two on one. You probably would have been fine. But um, <laughs> now you're smelling pepperoni in the corner. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, it's the pizza that, that took her out, you know? <laughs> Kendall, that is some good tea. I mean, you lived through the two on one, you got the rose, and thank yeah. you for your tea. How about them apples? What a great show. Thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed chatting with Kendall Long. I can't wait to watch her love story from overseas. I'm so happy for her that she found her true love and it really does show she's just glowing. And until next time, I am Courtney Robertson, your host, and I am off contract.